Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spavi. We are the Markout, Markout Movie Podcasters. And today we're doing, I'm doing a Brandon voice, man. Today we're doing a episode on the... Versus mode, eh? Versus mode, yeah. What, what 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 we got for him today? Uh, we're doing Monster Squad versus Goonies, which I watch Goonies first, and then I watch Monster Squad. Me too. And what do you want to start with? Let's start with let's start with Goonies. All right. Um, uh, let me pull it up here. Goonies is a little movie made uh, nineteen eighty five by by uh, old Dick Donner. Um. 1980, 1985? Yeah. Dude, I was five years old. That's funny. That was such the a The only reason I know this is because Corey Feldman made Friday 13 Part 4 in 84, and a year later, he made Goonies. Because he couldn't make Part 5. Spielberg wouldn't let him star in it, so he only had a, he only did a cameo in A New Beginning. So All that's right. how I know this. It was made in 1985. An old-fashioned yarn about a band of adventurous kids who take on the might of a property developing company which plans to destroy their home to build a country club. When the children discover an old pirate map in the attic, they follow it into an underground cavern in search of lost treasures but come up against plenty of dangerous obstacles along the way, including the Fratellis. It doesn't mention it, but I will throw it out there. Uh, this movie, as he said, June 7, 1985, Richard Dick Donner directed a screenplay by Chris Columbus. Um, uh, let's see, a uh, feature song is Goonies Are Good Enough by uh, Cindy Lauper. And uh, let's talk about the numbers, bub. It's got a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, 62% on Metacritic. And 91% like this movie on Google. 92. 93. Yep. So, um, this movie, man. Oh, it's so... Everything. The beginning of the movie. I love the beginning of the movie. I forgot how how uh, compelling the beginning of the movie yeah, is. It's... As far as, like, the, the breakout and the, and the car chase. And, uh, and I love that it sets up all the characters... In their elements doing something, uh, but none of them see the car chase except for Chunk. Chunk. Yeah. And nobody believes Chunk ever. Because he lies about everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, He's got a great imagination. I'll put really it that is. way. Yeah, and uh, I love that. Uh, uh, I never noticed that Mom Fratelli was sitting there eating like some type of, I don't know, uh, Pop Tart or something while she's driving. <laughs> she's just like chilling. Um, you and you got uh like so they break out the one for Telly son from the jail. Uh, Who fakes his hanging? Fakes his hanging. You say you schmuck. You think that I would be so dumb to hang myself, <laughs> you know, or something like that. And uh, he uh, knocks out the the uh, guard, uh, breaks out, and uh, his mom and his brother sitting outside waiting on him. Uh, and they drive through town and escape. Uh, you know what I never noticed until I watched it this time. Uh, so they go through town, right? Yeah. At the very end, after the music ends, after they go through the uh, the beach racing thing and he get away, mm-hmm. and when the camera's panning up to show Mikey's house, yeah. 
you see the Fratelli drive up the hill past his house. I never noticed that. They drive up the house, uh, up the hill past the house, and Mikey's looking in the opposite direction. He's like, oh, nothing ever exciting ever happens here. Because he totally missed out of all the action that happened. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever noticed that either, and I've seen it so many times. Did you notice it that time? No, or? no, I didn't. Yeah. It's, for me, though, watching this movie, is like watching it for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Every time, it, it's like, it's like to me, it's, all, it's like Jaws... Or even Jurassic Park, and it's just something you can rewatch. Power of Spielberg, yeah, uh, it, power of uh, it's timeless. Of, I mean, of Donard, power of Chris Columbus, all, yeah. all these three great films. Home Alone's one of them as well. Yeah, uh, it's just these films are timeless. Yeah, wow. really, really are. I, I I was so enthralled in watching this again, and I just I laughed out loud so many times. And the and, jokes, like when they break uh, uh, Mikey and his mom's. Uh, Michelangelo statue. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, it's my, my, my mom's favorite piece. And <laughs> yeah. then Math says it wouldn't be here if it wasn't. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, just like little lines like that. Uh, and all the characters play true to who they really are. Like, Chunk all the time has mu- uh, uh, food in his mouth and talking with his mouth full. He and wanted then, that ice cream. Yeah, he really <laughs> wanted ice cream. Uh, and then you have, uh, what's it? Uh, then you have, uh, Data. Oh, who's yeah. always with his inventions. Uh, uh, and then you have, uh, let's see, Mikey. Then you have uh, Brad, uh, who's the older brother. Then you had uh, Andy, who's the girl. And then what's the other? What's, uh, I can't think of her name. Martha Plimpton's character's name. I, 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 see, that's I, the most forgettable one is Martha Plimpton. And I hate to say that because she was, like, who dives for crabs with a hell face in the bucket? But, uh, like, that's... You know, it's the most insane thing. But, uh, yeah, Martha, Martha Plimpton. I, could no, look I really at, can't. I, could, I cannot think of her name. I can remember everybody's name on there but Martha Plimpton's. Still, one of my favorite lines in that movie is, Andy, you goonies! Steph, her name's Steph. I just... Steph? Yeah, Steph. Steph. Yeah. Okay. See, she's like Steph on Full House. She's, she's the middle child. She's always the one that's... Forgettable, but uh, and I'm upsetting everyone. Middle, at the full uh, house Steph, fandom, got, Steph got written off Full House. They sent her upstairs. She never came back down. But uh, uh what now? <laughs> yeah, like you know how they like sometimes they just do away with characters. Like they, they did sent on, her upstairs. They, she never came. They did down. that on Family Matters with the middle, the middle little girl. Oh, like she went upstairs and she never came back downstairs. Uh, and like that's how they write off characters. They send them away. You forget they're even in there. Next thing you know, they don't even have them in the show anymore. Anyway, that's it. But, and they came back. Yeah, I know they came back and they brought her back, but in the original she really, shows. She really, she really left the show? Yeah. I did not know this. Notice she ain't never in the other ones. And then they always bring in some other cute little kid because they don't want to get older. Anyway, so uh, this movie, man. Uh, You're going to get messages for this. I might. <laughs> But, oh no doubt. I man, I liked uh, Joey Pants uh, in it. Uh, he played Francis, Francis oh, Fratelli. Yeah. Uh, then uh, you had uh, the guy that they, uh, Mama Fratelli, of course. I love her in this. You loved her because she's in Throw Mama from the Train. I loved her because she's in Throw Mama from the Train. Also, uh, she's also in a horror movie where her kid gets yeah, she's cut in, off uh, and they uh, use uh, it as a kickball. 
She's in a Daily Friend. That's what it's called. I think Christy Elizabeth Shue. One of them. Somebody's in that movie. I can't. It's either Elizabeth Shue or Christian. Christina Slater, Christians. Christian Slater. Not Christian Slater, but the girl. Helen Slater. Is that name Helen Slater? I know there's a Helen. I Slater. thought his name was Christy Slater. I don't know any Christies. I'm pretty sure it's Christy Slater. There was a Helen Slater because she was Supergirl. The Supergirl. Yeah, her. Is that name Heather? Helen. Helen. Is she related to Christian? I have no idea, Aaron. <laughs> there's also in the movie uh, uh, the Legend of Billie Jean together as brother and sister. So I assume they're really brother and sister. Oh, Christian and Helen? Yeah. How many Slaters do you know in Hollywood? But anyway, don't think about that. AC so, Slater? Shut up. <laughs> shut up. But, uh, Jack Slater from Last Action Hero. Right. <laughs> Point proven. But anyway, so uh, so these these kids, man, uh, they live in this place called the, the Goondocks. And um, it's getting bought out by like some corporate guy who wants to turn into I don't know a mini mall or something I have no idea yeah he wants uh, to turn into a mini mall something he wants to kick kick everybody out and then uh, turn it into something anyway that's one one thing that don't make sense to me is Andy's dating this guy the son of this guy mm-hmm. and I just didn't understand why I guess because she's a popular cheerleader and he's a popular I mean I thought she dude. lived in the neighborhood too but she she says that no no that's why she's like but I'm not a goonie because she she is a wealthier person doesn't live in the neighborhood okay maybe but I thought she did for some reason but, but yeah. yeah I don't think she does I think she lives outside of the goondocks uh, but she's a goonie because like oh man that movie I love this movie uh, but cause I immediately thought about uh, Mikey's speech down in oh, in, yeah. the, in the whale. It's our time down here. Down here is our time. It's their time up there. Up there is their time, you know. Yeah. But. I, love, I love, also love in the beginning how they said, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, that was a big thing, a big running <laughs> gag. That's what I just said. Uh, and then, like, he would also uh, get words wrong. He said, don't you mean Constitution? That's what I, it's, yeah, that's what I said. You know. That's what I said. <laughs> or, Constitution. Booty, booty, booty traps. You mean booby traps? That's what I said. That's what booby I said, booby traps. Yeah. <laughs> You guys always say, and data goes out. You guys always talk about. I, I said something about that, but really, I just said booby traps. You know these guys, you know, it's just really going off. Uh, man, just the the kids in this movie uh, are just so lovable. Like you yeah. just love you. You believe watching this movie that they've been friends since like elementary yeah. school or whatever. You know, and I don't think any movie or any TV show will ever capture what. The Goonies captain. I agree. I agree. And that goes for Stranger Things. It goes for all uh, of them. That's why, that's why I said TV show. I know. Uh, but, I mean, not to say I love them, but you, you, they're not Goonies. They're not, they're not they're as not the believable. Even, and then, even with the versus mode uh, they were doing with Monster Squad, they weren't as believable as friends as the Goonies were. Yeah, I mean. Uh, as friends. Uh, because Goonies, man, they, like, like little things, like, uh, the mom comes home and it's like, I see Data's been here just from seeing the screen door broken. Yeah. She knows Data's been there. Like, and, and, and Chunk, you know, like, she's like, what's that? Chunk said, oh shit. <laughs> you know, and then like, and then like, she's like, those, those cookies are those, uh, chips, clean up mess. 
oh yeah yes ma'am yes ma'am we'll clean them up yes 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 and then um like little lines where they like was at the fratelli's hat out and uh and uh and uh she said he says how long how long were you at that window and then mouth says long enough see y'all need about two dozen <laughs> roach motels in this place <laughs> and then uh they said somehow like, is this water and she says and it's brown and she says water is wet isn't it it's wet isn't it? yeah <clears throat> everyone is so good in this movie yeah, it's, she she was believable as like some crotchety old mother. You know, for the longest time I thought that was a guy. Really? I did. I did. <laughs> I thought it was the father. I remember watching this movie for the very first time. I was like, man, that guy's weird. <laughs> yeah, man, no, she's just an old mom. She yeah. has like a manly face. And though. she has a like a tattoo on her arm, like a jailhouse tattoo. Yeah. Um, and uh. You can tell she loves Francis more than her other kids. Oh yeah. Like like she actually says Francis is her favorite. Yeah, she does. And uh and you know, and and, and the other one, uh, Jake, is always bidding for her mom his mom's love and Robert then Sl- Davey. Sloth is getting no love. Oh Sloth gets nothing, he gets chained up. He Sloth gets food. If you ever once seen if you want to see Sloth and the way he looked in real life, there's a movie with Ringo Starr in it called Caveman. It also has Dennis Quaid. He plays Tonga, which is like the the antagonist caveman. Yeah. And there he's just a big, he's a big strong guy. He actually died like shortly after Goonies, I think. Did he? Or some some some? Yeah, he's dead now. He died of some type of heart attack or something like that. Uh, but yeah, he was a big football player. He probably could have been a professional wrestler. With his size, you know, he's a big dude. Back in the 80s, he would have been he would have been over because uh, he was a big dude. And that was big. Big dudes were big in the 80s. You know what I mean? Oh, they were. Um, I will not dispute that. Mm-hmm. I, I, so much so that Vince still loves big dudes. Yeah. Come at me, Vince. What are you going to do? Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, man, this movie, man, uh, these kids, the Goonies, like, uh, they were just like, uh, who's your favorite Goonie? Back in the day, it was Chunk. Uh, today, while we're watching it, it's, it's, it's Mikey. I, I love him. I, I love, man, I love all, I love, I love them all. And, uh, I really like Mouth. I like Mouth. Uh. Yeah, back in the day, it was Chunk. Chunk, uh, Chunk does, alright, this is some, something that Chunk does. So, and this is a running gag in the whole movie. And uh, until like everybody is caught in on it, but Chunk is the only one. Oh, I love it. it's so smart. Chunk is the only one that notices stuff. Like, all right, first Chunk's the only one that's seen the car chase. Yeah. And he tries to tell him no one believes him. Like because he also said that like Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson Michael to his, Jackson to his house used his bathroom. Yeah. He just like so, okay, okay, it wasn't true. It wasn't he, Michael. He, he it said, was Janet though. Yeah. It was his These are aliens. <laughs> Aliens, uh, he's seen UFOs, all that stuff. He, like, he had a gremlin, you know, which was a good nod towards other stuff that these guys did later uh, earlier. Uh, but uh, and then also, uh, Corey Feldman was also in Gremlins, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gremlins was prior to this, or yeah, it is like 83, 84, wasn't it? Yeah, he did that before he did Friday 13 Part 4. Uh, does he do Gremlins too? No, he wasn't in Gremlins too. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, no. The uh, thing that Trunk sees everything. Uh, Trunk 
like when they make it to that uh, when they alright so when they walking up they hear gunshots yeah Chunk hears it and says Dude, guys guys I believe those are gunshots we need to get out of here we need to not go we will die if we go he's like no it's probably somebody dropping a pot or he's like uh, he's like pots don't sound that way <laughs> and then like so when they looking through he, he finds the car with bull hose he says oh RV off the road vehicle bull hose we need to go guys 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 you know and then, hey like, you guys yeah, it's later on but <laughs> yeah, uh, I know, I know. He, uh but then like when they're sitting in the restaurant he's trying to tell mikey because uh, mikey said he wants to go to the restroom he says no you don't want to go to the restroom place there's probably bugs things like that and he just happened to look and sees him carrying the body away he's in big things big dead things big dead things mikey like big dead things <laughs> you know trying to get his attention to not do that oh man and then I love the scene where Chunk tells everything. Oh, yeah, I love that scene. And then, and then, and then I just made a noise. And then, and then, and then, and then this old lady's pooping her purse. And then, you know, and uh, oh, my goodness. Hey, you guys. Yes, that came up later with Sloth. I, at first, I always... I never liked Sloth at one point, cause uh, guess cause the way he looked, I didn't understand. Cause as a kid watching this, like I was five years old when it came out, so let's say I watched it at five, or say I watched it maybe six or seven years old. I think I watched it. I was around six, seven, um, eight. I, I, I wouldn't have understood. They, uh, he looked like a monster, so I would I would have yeah. perceived him as a monster, you know. Yeah. So I always thought it was weird that Chuck was like, you're going to come live with me. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're quiet right now. Brandon, say something. Well, the dogs are barking. Don't uh, worry about the dogs. Uh, reminds me of Pet Cemetery. I don't know why, because there was no dogs in the new one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, Goonies is, like I said, it's timeless. It's... All these characters shine, mm-hmm. every single one of them, it, it, and that's just so hard to do oh. in a movie, especially today. And a couple of other things. Uh, towards the end of the movie, I loved that. I always thought I didn't know there was a deleted scene, and I like that they made it a oh, deleted the scene. Yeah, I'm glad they took it out and just, but still kept the line in there because it looks like because Math says it, and seems like Math is just making up stuff. He said, and then the worst thing was the octopus. You're like, what? What octopus? You know, it seems like they just like far-fetched, you know. But uh, I love that. And I love that at the end they had the actual parents playing the parents in the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, was it the actual parents? Yeah. Chunk's mom, uh, in the commentary, if you've seen the commentary, where he brought the Goonies back, uh, uh, the guy who played Chunk says that was his mom. His mom is now passed away from some type of ovarian cancer or something. He said, but yeah, it was really nice that day to be shooting with his mom and his little sister really in the movie and then data's parents it was data's real parents uh and then uh that's why they were so believable yeah and then uh then uh there was and see um it, what's crazy is uh like there's a deleted scene where data had a camera and tried to take a picture and it popped out and then later on his father did that and that's why andy was like yeah they're so so much alike See, yeah. I always thought they so much like they both inventors. 
Uh, and then, but I love that line when Data's dad says, "You're my favorite invention. You are my best invention." Yeah. You know, and it's just it's just a sweet moment. At the end, I actually teared up a bit uh, watching it. I I'm not afraid to admit that Goonies had me teared up. Uh, Never be afraid to make yeah, you cry, yeah. Darren. Never. Man, be it's just a man. good man. It's a good movie. It's a classic it, 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 movie. It's a classic. It's timeless. Yeah. One out, Willie. Man, it's just like, it's just like one of those movies you can watch and be like, man. And I, I turned it on, and I think my granddaughter was sitting there with me. She's like one, and she was like glued to the TV looking. I we try to get Dawson to watch, but he just will not do it. But when he does, his mind will be blown. Is he scared of it right now? Or? I don't know. I don't know. I just—he likes to watch movies at the theater, but not so much at home. Yeah, man. Hey, you'll appreciate watching movies uh, later on at home, man. The Goonies is just one of those great movies where, like, I'm 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 mad that I missed the uh, anniversary where they showed it in theaters again. Yeah. I wish I would have seen seen that along with some diehard Goonies fans. Oh, yeah. They can quote that movie and be quoted to the screen. That would have been a great viewing experience. Uh, and people clapping and cheering. When I can imagine in 85, like, I didn't see it in theaters. I can imagine in 85 when uh, Sloth says, Hey, you guys! <laughs> that I assume the audience probably start cheering and clapping. You know? I would assume so. Uh, and it was like, and then that part when he tears off his shirt and reveals the Superman ass. And they and they and they sneak the Superman theme in there, which Dick Donner did Superman, so they were able to do that. Yeah, man, just such a back then, man. Back then, Brandon, <laughs> movies was movies where you could have Steven Spielberg produce a movie, Dick Donner direct a movie, Chris Columbus write for a movie, and it is overall their movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, you can have a. You can have uh, uh um, what what what's your boy from uh, uh Star Wars um. Give me give me his name, Star Wars director. Come on, oh George Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. Lucas and Spielberg can like do a film, and they can hire Joe Dante to write it or something, and it would just be a great movie that is feels like it like this feels like uh um uh, Goonies feels like a. Dick Donner movie, but feels overwhelming like a Spielberg movie. Yeah, feels, but it also Absolutely. feels like a Chris Columbus movie. Agreed. Like you can feel Agreed. all Agreed. of them. Yeah, it, back then you could work as a team, you know, and without egos. Yeah, today it's it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I know. But uh, but yeah. So, it's, it's hard, I mean, man, to um, I mean, really, you do capture have that magic again. Yeah, you do have egos, especially in Hollywood. I mean, it's just, it's just the worst because everyone wants, you know, credit and, and uh, just. <laughs> you have, you have, uh, back just, then you had, like, John Hughes making yeah. movies. You had, uh, like I said, Richard Donner. Uh, you have Spielberg. You got, uh. Chris Columbus, Joe Dante, uh, who uh, who did the Burbs, you know, yeah. uh, and I believe Gremlins, or is that Chris Columbus? See, and then uh, Spielberg produced that too. So, yeah, you know, he, Spielberg's the man. Yeah, I think he's man, the greatest. Spielberg is yeah, I agree. I think he's the greatest ever. 
Uh, he could not make another movie, and I, I wouldn't feel any different. I don't care who comes around. Uh, I don't. I, I, Did he have something to do with 8mm? Uh, uh, um, I don't know. What's it called, 8mm? What's that movie? Uh, uh, Super 8, Super 8. Oh, yeah, he produced it. Yeah, you can, and can't yeah. you feel Spielberg oh, yeah. produced that? Yeah. Like, he, like, something about a Spielberg, if he, if he's attached to something, it's like, it's like magic is automatically like sprinkled Especially into that project. Especially if it's in that period piece, dealing with an alien or a group of friends. That it are, felt so much like E.T. Like, yeah. Super 8 felt like E.T. And I didn't think, and, and for me, I didn't think that it was like, oh, E.T. It's kind of like E.T. It's trying to be like E.T. I, I was watching that movie and I was like, man, I'm I'm just captured by this movie. Yeah, I didn't compare and it to I really enjoyed it. it. Yeah. And if you dissect it, of course you're going to compare it to something, but watching it, I mean, I've seen it, I think I went to the movie three times in theaters, and I've seen it at least twice since it came out. I've, and I usually don't watch a movie more than once or twice. Unless well, it's Rambo, guys. Well, I mean, Rambo's a different story. I mean, just for, okay, you, you mentioned Rambo. I had to get ready for Rambo because it's the last mm-hmm. one. Supposedly the last one. And the way it ended, I would say. Hey, don't spoil it for me, homie. I just say it would be the last one. I'm not saying something happens to him or doesn't happen to him. I'm just saying the way it ended, it, I'm okay with it. Right. Because it, it ended the right way. Um, <laughs> but. I just spilled water all over myself. But, but we, we do have the. Alright, so. Uh, what's your marks for this movie? Five. Yeah, it's a five. No doubt. This is Goonies is a classic. Uh, it's it's one of those movies that, that, in my opinion, Aaron created this versus Moon. I think it's unfair. I'm just going with it's unfair. Oh, what would have been a fair thing to versus Moon? Goonies, nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There is nothing. But I think <laughs> the reason why I did it because Goonies was '85, uh, Monster yeah. Squad's '87. My squad tried to be so much like Goonies. Yeah, I mean, I, I get why you did it. The, 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 four the kids are fighting the, these monsters. But yeah, uh, it's it's a. Uh, I just thought it was a great, great, uh, great movie, and um, I mean, it's an amazing movie. I mean, it, absolutely, and um, as I said like four or five times already, it is timeless. <laughs> it's timeless. It's a classic. It's one of those movies like you want to share with other people and when yeah. people say I've never seen Goonies you look at them like what are you doing with your life <laughs> because you feel like everyone should watch everyone Goonies. should watch Goonies like it's one of those movies if I had if we had to make a list we'll do this one day our top list of movies you feel that people need to see uh, and that can be over any genre any uh, you know yeah. but but I, I that will you put, have to watch before you die. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. <laughs> and Goonies would be up there, man, because Goonies is just one of those movies that I feel like you should watch. Now, with that being said, Monster Squad, not so much. Let's go ahead and get into Monster Squad. Not that I hate Monster Squad, but it's not Goonies. Oh, this is going to get letters. Yeah, I guess Brandon's going to feel the same way. All but right. From a certain person, this is going to get letters. Oh, uh, our top fan, she uh, Elizabeth. Uh, she absolutely loves this movie. It's like one of her favorites. Um, Elizabeth, I love you, but we're gonna have to dissect this movie. 
Uh, I'll be nice. I'm going to try my best. It almost put me to sleep. Synopsis. Synopsis. <laughs> oh, this they like more people like this one than they did Goonies. What's um, wrong with people? I'm not I'm not lying, Bubba. Uh let me go to this. Uh overall overview. This has got ninety one on Google. Monster Squad on Google has ninety three percent. Alright. Five youngsters find themselves up against the combined might of Dracula, the mummy, Gilman. Frankenstein's monster who arrived in the town in search of a magic amulet. Amulet. Not amulet. It, it, you know. Uh, and so, um, released in 87, August 14th, 87, uh, directed by Fred Decker. It, it box office was 3.8 mil. The budget was 12 million. Eee, so it did not make its budget. It's a cult. It's a cult, it's a cult classic, yeah. All right. Um, kind of like Night of the Leaving, Night of the Creeps. He yeah. said director did that too. I like Night of the Creeps a lot better though. Man, this movie. All right, so a group of friends that has his monster squad. The movie starts out with like Dracula. Hey, Aaron. Uh, yeah, drill bit out there. Jake over Jake's house. Put it in the car. <laughs> he lets car go. I may have one in the truck. I just want you have one just a regular drill bit. Uh, I don't think I do. Okay, not, I, I, feel free to look in the uh, the toolboxes and stuff. All right, let me look on the truck first. I have really much. You're not my buddy. Uh, oh, God lives right here at the second house down. Like you did, I grew up over here, I know. Okay. So, <laughs> it happened a lot, guys. So, um, group of kids. So, uh, Aaron's getting his house worked on. That's why yeah. the interruption happened. Yeah, yeah. So, stay with us. I think, are these bees in front of us? The, this is a, I don't know what that is. There, some it's not, weird, it's not some, bees. Some weird new form of insect is crawling on the bench. It's like an ant. A bent met, but it's the met not with a bee, a bent. But uh, uh, but anyway, these group of kids. Uh, uh, the movie starts with like Dracula in like in Dracula days or something. I don't know, really yeah. old days. Uh, and there's like the ladies in them Van Helsing, and uh. They staked him. I always hated the beginning. The beginning. The beginning Goonies. is such an iconic beginning. You know, that sets up so much about the movie. And introduction of the characters. In the first. Was it like. Was it five, ten minutes long? It was just yeah. so great. Whereas the beginning in this movie. Was so boring. <laughs> it was. The Dracula stuff at the beginning, you just wanted to hear him get to the kids stuff. I, I didn't really find it boring. Uh, I, I, I was okay with it. I, it wasn't boring to me. It, it, it was okay. It, I, I found the other stuff. I, 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 maybe it was the medicine I was on. I took a pain pill because I was really hurting that night. We watched it. And I just kept wanting to fall asleep. But, say that, I've seen it, I think, twice before. It just it just does not gel with me. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's a I think Fred Decker is a fun director. Shane Black co wrote it. Uh, I you know it's it's a fun movie. You know it's a fun little movie. Uh, I'm not. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. But for whatever reason, it does not gel with me. I I appreciate it. It's the best thing I yeah. can say. I, you I know, got, and it's the first time we really got like in a long time shared universe as far as like we. Yeah. With Dracula. As far as the monsters go. And I go, wonder I th- how were they... Was this even universal? I was wondering how they were able 
to get. Like, yeah, I mean, as far as the monsters go, I think they're great. I wonder. It's the kids I have an issue with. I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dra- Dracula was great. Dracula was great. The Wolfman. You felt bad for the Wolfman. Yeah. Uh, the Mummy was was cool. Uh, you know, Frankenstein Monster was a really good Frankenstein Monster. Yeah. You um, know, another thing, I don't feel like it's, these kids are from the 80s. I feel like they're more like from the 50s. Especially that one kid with the leather jacket. Yeah. Like, he's he's a greaser. Yeah. He felt more like a 50s than the 80s. I don't and know. Horace, Horace, Horace was, was totally, Horace. Uh, no, Horace was a fat kid. Uh, oh, the chunk wannabe. Yeah, the chunk I'm wannabe. Sorry, and that, and that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's dead now. But, Is he? You know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. Yeah, he Hor- just came off like it was, they were trying to rip off Chunk and the Goonies. I, I believe that this movie, and that's how I kind of took it, watching, especially watching Goonies first and then going to watch this, is like, you felt like, okay, I can see where you tried your best to be Goonies. It just uh, don't flow for me. It, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. It just, it doesn't connect with me. Hmm. Like it does with Bath, and, or and there, and there's a huge fan base for this. It's not bad. I mean, it's not a bad movie. No, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's, Wolfman's got Nards. It's uh, a classic uh, line. Mummy ate my Twinkie. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, which cool. which all of those lines came from that one kid. Uh, <laughs> um, monster. You know. I didn't like the guy that was kind of the Mikey of the group. Which I guy was the Mikey? Oh, the the leader kid. Yeah, I didn't like him at all. Uh, Sean. Yeah. I, there's Sean, there's Rudy, yeah, there's Patrick. Yeah, uh, I kept getting confused with the other kid, the other little white boy. Mm-hmm. Thanks for rubbing whatever you're rubbing on me. <laughs> I think it was your spittle. My, I spit on you? Yeah, a little bit. I'm so sorry. That's I apologize. Right. You have it all back. Just give it to me, Aaron. There you go. <laughs> but go but ahead. The, the one, I don't know, he's with the, the sister, right? Yeah. It, to me, I don't know if it was the medicine or what it was, but it felt like the kid got younger. Like, they used another kid that was younger than him. I don't know. I, maybe I was having an out-of-body experience while watching it. But, you should uh, have. <laughs> uh, now, this one kid, I, I like the... Was uh, there five or was there four? Of the Goonies? No, no the, the Goonies, these, but these, these kids. damn kids. The, the Monster Squad? Yeah. Uh, Sean, Rudy, not Chunk. Uh, I mean, Lardass, Lard, Horace, whatever they call him. Okay, so uh, there was five, uh, plus the little girl, plus, plus the teenage girl. girl, so it's like seven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, just didn't. Okay, honestly, I just didn't care about the kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about their characters or their story. Why did I? Why this whole time I was thinking that this one kid that played like the little bully kid that bullied. Uh, uh, Jason Hervey's in this from the Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah, him. I was confusing him the whole time. Really? With the dude from. Uh, 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 Tremors. That one kid that was the oh, little no, prick Aaron. kid. You know what I'm talking about. The yeah, prick Melvin. Kid. Oh, is no. he not Melvin? No, Jason Hervey's not Melvin. He's Wayne they, from Wonder Years. He looks so much like him. He, no, he's not Melvin. I I can assure you, he's not Melvin. I think Melvin's name is Michael something. There he is. All right, let me find boy from. Uh, because we're done with goons, so let me pull up. Uh. Tremors. Well, he's pulled up Tremors. I'm going to just explain why I don't care for the kids. I, I, I just, I don't think the chemistry was there with them. 
I mean, it's a cool little monster squad story with these kids who fight these monsters. I think the monsters bring it. I think it could have. It's it was eighties PG or G PG. Yeah. It totally would have been a thirteen today PG thirteen. That's and custom. it probably will be for the remake because it, it's getting remade. I can see, but you know, it'd be kind of cool if they made it an R. And that way the monsters can really do some damage. Yeah. I I think that it made that possible to use kids and make an R-rated horror movie and it would be okay. It'd be okay. I I just, I don't know. I'm not I'm not, you know, saying I wouldn't like that. I just I just don't know with this particular story. The kids had to be perfect. Has to be for my man, I mean, I love the monsters. Uh I think my favorite monster in this movie is probably Frankenstein's monster. Uh, mm. I really like him. I love Dracula. Uh, Beth yeah. really loves Dracula. He's a totally like, different kid. All right. Like you was right. I'm not saying that you uh, you was wrong at all. I just <laughs> want to see the comparison on um, these kids. I like the mummy too. They look a lot alike. Like if they when they do the mummy remake for Blumhouse, if that's who's still doing it or whoever's doing it. When they get to the mummy, I would love this kind of mummy from Monster Squad. You know, wrapped up. Mm. Yeah, the That's mummy. the one thing I, I wish that the Brendan Fraser movie would have, that that mummy would have been wrapped up. The whole time? Yeah. I like that. The, I like uh, that aspect of that of a mummy. I like that he's slow, but then you look back and he's like really gained on you. You don't know how he did it. You know, that's kind of creepier. Yeah. Uh, the fact that, you know, uh, like, and, he, and his like, it was like a it was like an old school Universal Monster Mummy movie. A monster, a monster. Uh, and then also, I forgot freaking the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, in this movie. I like I liked him in this too. Uh, Even though he felt like he really didn't have much to do. No, no, he was the throwaway. And it, I hate to say that because he looked he looked really cool. Um, but uh, I don't know how they got the rights to all these characters. And I think he actually called him Dracula in this movie. Yeah, I, mean, well, I don't know if Universal was like in connection with them. Do I mean, this. Universal doesn't own Dracula; they own their version of it, but they don't own the name. But that's the version that we saw was the Universal Monster Dracula. Well, I mean, that is because that not. is the cape, the slick back hair, the pale expression, the fangs. You've seen Universal monsters of that. You've seen Universal's Frankenstein monster with the bolts and that. So yeah. like, you've seen that. Uh, you, which the guy who played. Who also was in Last Action Hero as the villain dude uh, with the axe. It was the same guy. They played Frankenstein? Yeah. Great actor. He is. He is. He's, he's a very talented actor. Um, but, yeah. And and, and, and what may, really made me think that he's a great actor actually was in Last Action Hero. When they go into the premiere and you see the real actor. And and it was just like really cool seeing him outside of the makeup and just who what he really looks like. You like, man, you know. And he did a great job. Is you felt really bad for Frankenstein's monster, um, you know. He like the way that the world portrays him. Like he seen a mask of him. Yeah. And and it, and you felt bad for him. And now they had a callback to the scene with the little girl playing by the river, because in the original uh, Frankenstein movie, he tosses the little girl in the water. Yeah. She drowns. It's like a, a cut scene. Uh, but yeah, there's a little callback to that. But you know, it's like, it was cool. To, I also didn't like the old guy, the old man. But I liked his story that some monsters 
he said monsters do exist, and they show his hand. He was in Auschwitz. Yeah. He was in the German uh, concentration camp. As a kid, I didn't get that. I didn't think about that. I thought about. I, I was like, what are those markings on? Because I didn't know anything about. As yeah. a child, '87, I didn't really know about the Holocaust. Yeah. So going back as an adult looking at that, like, man, that was a really powerful scene. Uh, but they just needed someone that knew how to read the. Yeah, I know. You know, he was like Vincent. He was like their Vincent Price. He was like in in Fright Nights. Uh, 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 Peter Vincent, the Vampire Hunter. You know, it's kind of like who he was to me. Yeah, just not written well, I guess. <laughs> mm. yeah, I, I didn't. I I've, every time we watch this, I just have not cared about his character. I I don't know. You are heartless. <laughs> I'm not heartless. I just I. I don't, I don't e, know. Elizabeth, this man's heartless. I'm um, not heartless. I'm not heartless at all, Aaron. <laughs> so what are you saying? You no, I'm not going to do it. But, um, man, I, you know what? The movie in itself, uh, they finally, you know, try to. I did like the dad, the cop. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt also, bad for him. Cause his I partner, felt bad for his partner. Yeah. I liked his partner. That, like, that guy was in. That uh, guy dies in everything he's in. He, uh, he was in. <laughs> really? What else was he in? Daylight. He oh. drowned. He broke his back. He was in. Uh, That's why I left him. He was. He was in uh, uh, um, Harlem Nights. He played. Also he in played, Snake Eyes. He played like the. Uh, he was in Snake Eyes. I he forgot a about boxer. that. He was a boxer in Harlem Nights. Was he? Yeah, he was a boxer. He he had a he kind of had a lisp. He was almost like a Mike Tyson type of boxer. Uh, <laughs> he was a champ. And he talked like this. Got a lisp. You know. Uh, doing a Mike Tyson impression. Yeah, but 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 and it sounded pretty good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, the, he was good in Harlem Nights. He's been in other movies, but he, I felt like they were really partners. Uh, their marriage, uh, the cop and his wife, their marriage was on the rocks. You know, it felt real. Yeah, I love the fact that that Sean lives so close to the driving theater. I would totally utilize that if I can be on my roof and just watch free movies. Like, why wouldn't you? You know, uh, you couldn't hear it. He had a radio, I thought, to pick up what it was saying. Like, you tuned the radio to, uh, I mean, it'd be dope, it'd be pretty dope. I guess. I, uh, and they just had burgers and drinks, yeah. The roof, I mean. Yeah, well, I would hope that they had a leveled roof somewhere where they could do that, but, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, man, um, I thought the monsters looked great. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, I thought the kids, the kids, were lovable, but not as lovable as the Goonies. Um, I, for me, that's just for me. Phoebe the Phoebe, <laughs> the Phoebe the Phoebe. Uh, she seemed connect. like an annoying little sister. I had a, at one point. I love my sister now, but I had an annoying little sister growing up. So, uh, I could understand that. Uh, and uh, but once again, Brandon. Watching these movies, Goonies or Monster Squad, it came out '87. I was seven years old. These kids was probably probably good, thirteen years old, thirteen yeah, or so. That's about right. It wasn't in my time frame in which I'm like I can really relate to them because they at that point me watching they're older than I was, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the first movie that I can really say I can relate to because I was their same age is probably uh, Sandlot. Sandlot. Those kids for me. Was my age, and I can really relate to him. And then I'll go as far as to say heavyweights. I really enjoy heavyweights. Heavyweights, same lot. And for me, kind of Home Alone. 
Home Alone, yeah, absolutely. I think Macaulay was, me and Macaulay's, uh, I want to say me and Macaulay's same age. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I always think, or I might be felt dead. like people of my family forgot me when we, that our did. family, not, not, well, I, I, I was forgotten once after church, but. <laughs> yeah, me and Macaulay Cogan, same age, man. He's born, I'm actually older than him. He's born August 26, 1980. I was born in February. Uh, we're the same age, buddy. So, yeah, yeah. So, growing up watching Home Alone and stuff, I was like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, what would I do if I was at home by myself? I'll do that. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll order pizza. I'll eat ice cream. You know, we must review Home Alone, by the way. <laughs> mm. Christmas time, maybe. Christmas. Yeah. But, um, what's your thoughts on... Monster Squad overall, like, what's your takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is it feels very 80s, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, Does it feel more 80s than Goonies? No. <laughs> do you feel Goonies feel more 80s? They do. Uh, to me, it does. Way more. I love that in Goonies that there's little mistakes that happen that you don't even think about. Like, the mom accidentally called uh, Brad, uh, who later on became Thanos. <laughs> Um. Uh, what's his What's his real name, man? I just, I just. Uh, Josh. 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 Yeah. All right. So Josh Bronson. Uh, Josh. Josh Brolin. Uh, not Bronson. Bronson. <laughs> Josh Brolin. So is it, is at one point, Charles. I mean, I'm just wondering no. since he's a Bronson. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought Pierce Brosnan was Charles Bronson's son. Hmm. I don't know why. But no, Josh. They didn't even have the last name. Brad. The mom called Brad Josh at one point. Did she? Yeah. There's also, a, in, in uh, within this final cut of the movie, you can see Dick Don, Donner's trailer. Also, in the final cut of the movie, you can see, at one point, Martha Plimpton is asleep in the background. Because she's just tired. Um, just, uh, I just love movies. Uh, and with Monster Squad, I enjoy Monster Squad, but I don't love Monster Squad like I love Goonies. Get you, I feel you. Yeah. Like I don't hate Monster Squad. It may come off like I do, but no, I, I I don't hate it. I just I don't connect with it. Hmm. And like you do, or especially how Beth connects with it. I, I connect with it because of horror, uh, my my love of horror. But it's not. In looking at it now, it still comes off as more goosebumpish than it would. Like like. Uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark did a great job of taking something that was like PG-13 and giving it a real horror feel. Uh, so I commend them for that. Yeah, I didn't feel the kids were ever in danger. Yeah, exactly. But to say that, I didn't, you know, the the cop gets blown up in his car. I, that was shocking to me. Because up until that point, nothing really major was happening. Yeah, no one really died. No real yeah, death. so I was... And I think that what what if I was to remake that movie, I would at least have one of the kids die by the hands of one of the monsters, so it could become more real to them. Yeah. Uh, maybe even uh, they 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 had two like so they had Phoebe, which was the little girl, and then they had that one kid that had the dog. That kid was pretty useless, other than those one-liners. The kid had that kid die, you know. Does that the kid with the glasses? He didn't have glasses. He was like, uh, uh, monster in my closet. Daddy came in. 
Oh, you know, I oh, thought man, that, that, that scene was pretty funny with Deck coming. All right, you, all you monsters, get out of this room. Come on, out. I see you hiding over there. Get out, you know, things like that. And I was watching that and thinking it as a, as a reaction of the kid. The kid's like, no, that is not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is the real monster in my closet. And then the father opened the door, and you can see the mummy, but he never looks at him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I thought that that was I thought that, that was good, but I thought that that was the end of that kid. I you know, I didn't think that there was no more. He was throwaway. Yeah. So if they could have had that kid die, and it would have been fine. You know what I'm saying? And uh, not that I'm saying that you should kill kids. Uh, I'm saying that in this movie. It would have made it seem more real. See, the cop partner dying, that made it real for the cop. And the cop needed to get revenge and get him back. For the kids, they have really no reason whatsoever to go after Dracula. I will say one thing about this movie. The ending inspired the ending to Super 8. Yeah, was it like the, all the agents and stuff? Uh, they, well, he, was, he was trying to go home. And it was taking everything from the streets with it. Yeah, yeah, okay. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. So, mm. It did inspire that, so. But. It, it's memorable uh, for a lot of people. Like, it has a big fan base. Uh, for me, it just. Not that memorable. It didn't hit me well, like it hits everyone else. What is that? I'm sorry, Brandon. And Aaron is just touching my leg. Today, bus, <laughs> rubbing stuff on me. A bug flew on me and I killed it on Brandy. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, I do like Fred Decker's work, though. I loved his work in uh, Night of the Creeps. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this one had more money, but I like Night of the Creeps better. I like Night of the Creeps better, too. Night of the Creeps is a movie that, uh, when I seen it, uh, what is that, like 88? Was it after this? I was thinking it was before this, but it could have been after. Uh, Night of the Creeps is the movie that uh, that was. Uh, let me go to my squad. Let me go to Freddie Decker. Um, so Night of the Creeps is a movie that <clears throat> when I seen it, uh, let's see, he did Predator, the Predator. Uh, I haven't seen the Predator. It, 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 he did House. I enjoyed House. He did RoboCop Three, which is no big whoop. Um, uh, it's eighty six, so this was eighty seven. So it's right before this. Um, but he also did uh, Ricochet, which was a good little movie. Uh, if Looks Could Kill, which I enjoy that. It's like a James Bond ripoff little movie. Uh, it's really really good one. I'll say it's really good because I liked it. He did House 2, Second Story, which I enjoyed. House films. Um, <clears throat> he hadn't did many movies, but Night of the Creeps was a movie that was uh, was fun. I enjoyed the uh, I, I enjoyed the different aspects of it, uh, like the little slugs, the zombies, yeah. the, uh, you know, the, man, the cop was a great cop. That guy. He's the one that got me to go buy it. I met him and uh, I uh, told him about the script I was writing called In the Wilderness and I thought he'd be great to play the cop in it. You tried to pitch him to do the I movie? did, I did, I did. A, you, was, you went up to get his autograph. He, and say, he, he, he inspired me so much, though. He, he really did. He inspired me. So I went and rewrote it, 
rewrote that script, and it's better, much better. We gotta do it. Maybe I would day. love to make that movie. All uh, right, so but, guys, just so you know who I'm talking about, Brandon went to Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins, yes. And asked Tom Atkins <laughs> to be in his movie. <laughs> this man at that time probably didn't have a camera. I didn't have nothing. <laughs> just a script and passion. And yep. he said to Tom Atkins, you'll be great for my movie. And Tom Atkins and like, Tom Atkins said this, send it to me. <laughs> hey, Tom Atkins, would you be opposed to me showing up, shooting on my cell phone? I have free time right now, Tom. I'm in between jobs. Uh, yeah. Never so. say that on the air. Hey, man, let people know. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm clear. With, I'm, I'm cool with my fan base. Um, but uh, it was an awesome time. It was my first con. Uh, we gotta go to a con together. Uh, <laughs> when are we gonna do this, Brandon? I don't know. I don't. I don't know when the cons are. I don't. We gotta find one. Nashville somewhere. But uh. I will. As long as you drive, was, I'm good. As long as I drive. <laughs> as long as I drive. I give you gas. <laughs> okay. I buy you lunch. All right, all right that's working out. Yeah. I'm give you gas. You gonna buy me lunch? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, but yeah, meeting him. Was... I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a good road buddy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but uh, he's trying to get heat. He's trying to get heat. I, I cheap swear. heat. I, cheap I swear. I swear. But, but uh, uh, you know, meeting him. Uh, which was not planned at all because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen anything. I knew he did Halloween 3. You knew he did... Uh, Lethal Weapon as well. Did he do Lethal Weapon? Yeah, he died. Uh, yeah, he, got, he gets shot at. He also was in... Um, oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, Halloween 3, he was in uh, uh, Creepshow. He played the yeah. dad in Creepshow. Yeah. Uh, he's a good little actor, man. That mustache is about as, yeah. as iconic as uh, uh, Tom Selleck's. Or Sam Elliott, right? Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I think the main good. I, th- I think we are. I think the main guy I was going for was Tyler Main, who is Rob Zombie's Michael Myers. Mm. And I was like shy, and I could not speak no. to him at all. But we met Tom Atkins. We got in a conversation. Kind of similar to how me and Tony Todd got in the conversation. Did you pitch a movie to Tony? I did not, but I told him I really wanted to see him back as Candyman. And that just start, opened up a whole kind of worms for him. Because <laughs> he went in details about how he wants to play Candyman. Like, it's like if it's his last acting gig, it, it's very important to him. I'm glad he's in it. I hope they do the right thing. I know they won't, but <laughs> I'm Man, glad he's in it. I don't know. You know what? Uh, what did you just say? I don't know any premise of your script, but I can tell you this. Uh, it was inspired by Rob Zombie's <clears throat> House of Thousand Corpses. I think that I think that it'd be cool to see a movie like like Tom Atkins is one of those actors that is good. It's playing like an old grizzled detective. Yeah. And uh, and and Night of Creeps. We done went past. Clearly, we like Night of Creeps more than we like Monster Squad. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was such a. It's such a great movie. I think it's, I don't know, now this app tells us, makes noise, just tells us to rap. But, uh, hey, versus mode. Goonies beats it for, for me. Goonies it does beat it. What's our score for? Monster Squad. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead uh, I'm going to give it 3.5 out of, out of 5. 
uh, because now it's, I feel it's, it's, it's something it's something that was lovable, but like if I never see like if I never see Monster Squad again, I've seen it, so I know the movie. Whereas Goonies, I would totally watch it ever, again. You know what I mean? Well, since you said that, mine may have to go lower. <laughs> Like, I'm totally cool with never watching it again. <laughs> it won't hurt my feelings at all. But it's one of the best favorites, so I'm sure I'll have to watch it again at some point. I, I, I'm going to give it a three. Because I do appreciate it, but it's not something I ever have to watch ever again. Hmm. But I appreciate what it did. It, I think it's a... I, I won't say it's a classic 80s movie, though. You would I, say? Or I would? wouldn't. Not for me. No, I, it's not. It doesn't get. It's it's a classic cult movie, but I think that Goonies is whereas Goonies is a classic. Yeah. I, movie. I think Goonies transcends time. Yeah, it, it does. transcends the fact. Even if it's eighties, it transcends it. I would say it's a decent eighties movie. Yeah. But I won't say classic. I've seen better eighties movies outside of Goonies. I've seen better <laughs> 80s movies than Monster Squad. Like Night of the Creeps. Uh, Night of the Creeps, yeah. But if I'm talking about movies with kids, uh, The uh, Flight of the Navigator was great. Uh, the Explorers was great. Uh, freaking Stand By Me is probably one of the most classic 80s kids movies there is, you know? Yeah. Uh, just, I've seen better movies, you know? Not say that nothing against that movie I enjoyed it but it's just not it's not as classic as you want it to be but I gotta let you go